0: Welcome to Opinion Havers, a movie podcast for cowards and their podcast partners. I'm Cody,
1: and I'm Tyler. Am I the coward?
0: Tyler? Oh, yeah, well, oh, that's for look. You're getting into the spoilers, all right. We gotta. <laughs> I won't spoil who the coward is. Well, but we'll get into it. I promise. There's a little teaser. I teased it. That's for later in the oh. episode. Don't worry about it right now. Shh. Put your lips up to my finger and hush hush all right Tyler what did we watch we Cody we find we did
1: it all right everybody said we couldn't do it we did it we're out here we watched lights out you know the 2016 horror movie that nobody remembers
0: but we did it we also watched the 2013 lights out short that you sent me yeah. and uh which was very rude it was very rude for you to make me watch lights out and then send me mini lights out afterwards so I don't but I have more to say on that later, but you know, you're the worst, is what I'm saying. Tyler, yeah. do you want to just give us the prime, give us a full rundown of what Lights Out is about?
1: All right, Lights Out. It's the uh, it's the story of, of a family, right? Um, is you know, and they're being they they got some issues going on. You know, dad's dad's gone, original dad gone, stepdad also now gone. They ran away, Cody. They went off. They abandoned these people. Okay.
0: Yeah, they sent uh sent dad away to the farm. You know?
1: <laughs> yeah, and uh, maybe there's some spooky stuff. Maybe mom's crazy, you know? In a classic American tale, you know what I'm saying? You know, if your mom isn't a little crazy, are you really American?
0: Right? Boy meets girl. Boy runs away. Girl develops mental illness. It's just, it's, yeah, it's the American tale.
1: Yeah. So, I mean, like, I don't know if there's, is there, I mean, there's spoilers, but there's not really spo- It's The movie is about a monster. Yeah. With the family. And it's, the, and there's a the mom. And there's kids. Young kid, older kid. Yeah. Well, I mean. Adult, really.
0: I think, you know, the intro to the movie shares, and so does the trailer, it's a monster that can only appear in the dark. The dark. So, when the lights are on, no monster. When the lights are out, all monsters. So. Mm-hmm it is dare i say effective and um you showed me the trailer and i was like i will never watch this movie and then we picked a different movie and then you're like nah the movie you picked was dumb and now we're, we got to watch this well, movie. so you, hold on now here you, we are you came at
1: me you're like i'm picking a real scary movie and then you just gave me like a drama about some kids no, in an
0: orphanage okay that's not on me all right that was everyone else who lied to us okay <laughs> neither of us had seen it how are we to know that everyone else They're a bunch of, you know, they're a bunch of wusses. You know, we're out here. We're big, strong, spooky boys. That's the whole point of October, right? So October, you know, oct, meaning the eighth month. You know, here we are. I hate everything in history that made October the 10th month. I hate it so much.
1: Well, isn't it based on, you know, is it oct for eight or is it oct for
0: Octavian? Oh, I forgot. No, because it used to be because Sept is September. That's seven. It was whatever. It was whatever. July Augustus is for Caesar Julius. ruined it. Yeah, because he was like, "Hey, I want a month too," and they just popped it in there and then ruined yeah. the whole numbering. July like, is I for I Julius it.
1: Caesar. August is for Augustus. Is it Caesar. the Romans? Is it the yeah. Romans
0: were allowed to be mad at? Yeah, Romans. It's Roman calendar. You know, it's Gregorian stick calendar. Stick to base. stick to food.
1: All right. Yeah. December, ten.
0: Uh. November. Nine. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> what is the world we live in? I hate it so much. Tyler, what else do we have? Oh, tell me, you know, what's your hot take on the movie?
1: It's a spooky movie. It's. I hate scary movies, but I right. like this movie. As a scary movie, we are. I love this one. I think it's a great scary movie. I recommend it to people all the time because I feel like it's a, it's a good scary movie that doesn't leave that lingering taste in your mouth. You know, which I feel like I, I hate scary movies. But every time I leave a scary movie, I realize like I handle them better than most people that love scary movies. <laughs> mm. Like I've got friends that love them. And then they're like, I don't walk near small pipes because of it. And I'm like, OK, but, you know, it's a movie, right? You know, so it's a movie I, mm. I like to recommend, you know, because I think it's so many horror movies, Cody. Are bad. This one, I feel like yeah. isn't bad and it's not too long. And it's got a good, it's very spooky. It's like you're. everyone's afraid of the dark a little bit. And we're going to capitalize mm-hmm. on that. And then I tell you, we'll get into it later. But I went kind of, I went deep-ish on some of the stuff about the movie. And I love yeah. it even more now.
0: Right. I hear you. Well, let me tell you. I hated this movie. Couldn't handle it, as you know. We texted back and forth a good bit. But I'll give it credit. It was very effective. And it was very good at being scary. I think I've got some nitpicks, as I always do. That's my job, you know, Mm -hmm. on the podcast. But it was a very effective, scary movie. And um, they did a good job with it. Now, uh, that's all I'll say for the moment. And then we'll get right into it later. All right. But, I mean, look, if you're looking for a good scare, it's a nice, short, effective scary movie it's a scary one
1: yeah it's a good one where it's like it feels. i feel like it could so easily I thought it was... overuse the jump scare but it really mm-hmm. like like i've told you a million it times it earns every jump scare yeah. like it does a good job it builds it up scares you and then there's one scene that i'll get into later that's like i think really makes them be like yeah no you thought we relied on the jump scare and then we gave you this scene and you now you know no we do not you know what I'm saying?
0: Oh yeah, spooky scary. Yeah, I I know exactly what you're saying. And it's yeah, I think the pacing's just right where it's like we get in, we get the spooks, we get out. Cause mm-hmm. I I don't know why, but I thought when I looked at this, I thought it was two hours long. I was like, I'm not gonna have time to finish this movie. Like whatever, I just gotta get it started, or I'll never watch it. And then I was like, oh, that was like the perfect length of a uh, scary movie. like you said, it kind of it ends in a way where you're like, oh, I'm not like horrified and you know some movies like really stick with you and this one's like it kind of gives you the closure you need to be like well that was a fun journey you know yeah and we're done with it now i can close the i can close the book now and walk away from it you know
1: like i said i think it's it's what so many horror movies fail to be and that is a pretty good movie and also a horror movie you right know? like it, yeah. if you took out the scariness you could make a good movie out of it without any of the horror elements you know what i'm saying
0: Yeah, I hear that. I don't. I don't have anything else. Do you have anything else before we dive right in?
1: Yeah, no. I I think. uh, I mean, yeah. Let's Cody get uh hop in my hop in my Volvo, hop in my very Mm. safe brand new Volvo, and let's let's cruise on down to Spoiler Town, USA. Cody, get on in there, right?
0: I love it. Uh, it's great here in spoiler town and i've got i've got my hand crank emergency flashlight ready to go but
1: right hey, I, I actually have notes for this one that's how prepared i am that's how wow i was like i'm well, not we built this up since the first year of the podcast because i watched this the same year or the year before we started the podcast and i've wanted to do it every october since
0: wow here we are well does that mean you want to you want to go first I Cody, to give me your hot I'd takes. Love to,
1: right? I would love to. All right. All right. Are you ready? Are you prepared for this? Okay, here we go. It's in the play. I am. Cody, mannequins, they are always scary. Why? If you have a mannequin in your house, you need to just I don't know what you need to do, but I don't want to talk to you anymore. Ask me if you have a man. If I say, Do you have a mannequin? You say yes. Pff, friendship over. Tiffany said, I want I want a mannequin. I said no. I said no. I said no, I said, no so fast. She might have to go to the hospital for whiplash, Cody. That's how fast it was. All right. Cody, that guy, he's going down there. He's like, oh, Esther, this is a monster crouched in the darkness with long, greasy hair scratching at the floor. If that's what Esther normally does, you need to fire Esther. OK, Esther should not be your employee if that's normal behavior for her. That's not Esther. OK, that's the first rule you got to learn. You're in a horror movie. Learn that's not Esther. Have you ever seen, there's this YouTube little video where it's like, it's a dude walking around and he's like, Dave. And he looks and a monster turns and looks at him. He's like, it's not Dave. And he walks away. And I'm like, that's what he needed to do. He said, he should have been like, that's not Esther and left the building. Okay. That's all you got to do. Leave. You're in a thing. Also, you're a dude, you're, you're researching, you are researching a horror monster that only comes out in the darkness and you're out here not having a flashlight on you at all times. Like it's a lightsaber hanging on your hip. You're an idiot. just have a lightsaber for crying out loud. Have like a real, like one of the good light up ones. Boom. Then you can smack her with it. All right. Cody, she got him. She got, him. I have a note here. It just says, got him. All right. She just holy cow, does she get him? All right. She got him and it's a terrifying. Cody, she gets there. She's all creepy. She's doing her thing. They turn off the lights. She's closer suddenly. All right. That's the classic scare spook. They do it in the trailer. So even the trailer gives you a jump scare. Here's the thing, Cody, though. I put then, okay, let's talk about the love story. Let's talk about the little the boy. He's a good boy. You thought, oh, they're rebellious youths. They're out here. They're doing the thing. But think he's a good boy, and they're so cute, Cody. Did, you got to watch this with Bailey now so she can see the love story. There's a kiss. They love each other, all right? Don't you just hate it when your mom has creepy friends, Cody? You know, when your mom has friends over, and you're like, oh, this is creepy lady. I don't really get her. I don't like her vibe, you know? We've all been there. We've all been there, Cody. All right. You know, and you're just like, you got. You just got to go in your room and pray that your mom's creepy friend doesn't rip your throat out. You know, classic, you know, well, you don't feel it. I said it in the beginning. I'll say it again. What the heck kind of rebellious use own a brand new Volvo? Okay. This was, this movie's for 2014. That's a new Volvo. That's like a $80,000 car that this dude is just like, yeah, I'm in a band and I have this car. No, you don't (laughs) nobody. That's a safe car, Cody. That's a safe car with a Swedish flag hidden somewhere on the inside. You don't own that car. You have a motorcycle or something, but then they're like, but then we got to take the boy. This CPS worker comes in and said, can you really make her boyfriend owns a Volvo? All right. They're responsible adults, all right. They invented the seatbelt, Cody. Didn't you, you bet you didn't know that, but now you do, all right. Now we're okay. Shout out to the leather cuff making a strong comeback in this movie. Did you see it? Is a leather cuff? It's on the on the wrist, like most leather cuffs. Mm, I bet they listen to Nickelback. You know what I'm saying? Just turn the lights on, all right. I his my note. Let me read it to you word for word. Turn the dip dang lights on you absolute crumpet that's how upset i was these people she's out here slinking out of the bed like she's her like she's the monster in the horror movie who gets out of bed like that who are you what are you why are you getting down on the floor with the monster that you remember from your youth you have a giant scar on your arm which they never address by the way but it is implied probably that she got it from diana Diana is the monster. You know, great name for a monster, though, right? Because it's like, oh, it's Diana. How bad can it be? Bad. The answer is bad. The answer is the worst, okay? You think every other monster in a movie is scary? (laughs) Stop. You don't know. All right, let's talk... You really have, so they gave you a slow burn scene with the monster, Cody. All right. We'll, we'll cycle back to it we'll, where they like, here's the monster. We're going to have a slow scene. We're going to have a scene where it's in the frame and you are, your heart is pounding and you're nervous the entire time. We're not going to cut away and cut back. And she's suddenly closer. She's just there. She's there. She's suddenly there. She's not hurting anybody. She's just crouched. She's just perched on the back. You ever perched on the back of a couch, Cody? It's the most comfortable position to perch from, you know? And she's there, and it's slow, and she's walking around, and it's like, oh. and it shows they don't need the, they don't need the jump scare to scare you, Cody. They just need to show this creepy monster thing. You sound crazy. A classic quote from a diagnosed crazy person. <laughs> the light they got. You're talking about the wind up light. You got to wind that light all the time. Why are you not winding it all the time? Whoever chose to put this light in there can go
0: f themselves. Okay, oh, Tyler, I'm gonna have to. Look, I love what you're doing. I love what you're saying. I'm going to have to cut you off. I'm going to have to go ahead and go on my own rant, and I'm starting now. How dare you, sir? For, well, yeah, no, you're right. The light, what are they even doing? It's The light dies, and she acts as if, like, it's broken. It's like, nope, it's not broken. That's how it works. You crank it, then it runs for a while. Then you have to crank it again. Keep cranking. Crank it. Have you seen the movie Crank? Jason mm-hmm. Statham's like that. Crank, all right? That's what I'm saying. Also, how dare you? Volvo did not invent the seatbelt. Ralph Nader invented the seatbelt. I'm pretty sure. Basically, he's and if he didn't invent it, he's like the father of the seatbelt. You know what I'm saying? And no one, no one gives Ralph Nader enough credit. All right, we have seatbelts because of them. You know that that soft little hug you get when you're sitting in your car? That's Ralph Nader giving you a little hug. All right. My first note, Tyler, I hate you, all right? That is how my notes start. I hate you. It's spelled H, and then the number eight, U, just the letter U. I hate you, all right? That's how we start off the movie. I also had a note about mannequins. No mannequins in your office. Just no, 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 never. I don't care if you run a mannequin company, all right? We are not putting mannequins in your office, all right? Oh, here's what I realized. <laughs> I mean, I already knew this about myself. I'm a coward, and that's okay, all right? It is okay to be a coward, Tyler. I took the coward's way out on this movie. I did it, all right? I was brave for uh, the other one with the Guillermo del Toro movie. What did we watch? Devil's Backbone. And that was enough, all right? I got this movie started. I made about 90 seconds in, and I was like, I can't do it. Remember, like, three years ago when we watched Her And you were like this sucks and you just played minecraft and listened to the movie well your boy played nintendo switch this whole movie and i was still terrified the whole time (laughs) all right i sat here you know i could still see the screen but i had to like really like i'm looking up i'm looking up here's the other thing i'm at a big disadvantage because i have a basement where i can dark it out completely all right and I have giant speakers, (laughs) and the sound in this movie is terrifying. There's so much creaking, there are footsteps, and, like, they do, like, the scream, you know, jump scare thing, and not that they even, like, need to anyway. So I still want you to know I was terrified. I was just 20% less terrified than I would have been hard watching the movie, okay? That's how much of a coward I am. This movie, it was good in its scariness, okay? You talked about the love story. I don't know what love story you're talking about, all right? (laughs) Here's what they have done. They have reversed the roles. Typically, you've got a man, all right? This is the stereotype. The man is there, and he's got some lady he likes hooking up with, okay? And the lady's like, we're totally a couple. And he's like, nah, I just like hooking up with you, okay? And they have switched it. The man in this movie, he's like, we're like totally a couple. And then she is like, Nah, you're silly. That's not how this works. That's not what this is. We both know what this is. Obviously, they both... Every time they say we both know what this is, it's like, no, you don't. You both obviously feel differently, and you've never communicated, you know, your expectations for the relationship. Relationship tip for you. Communicate well. Discuss your, you know, your hopes and dreams, your expectations for what you want out of a relationship. It'll help have a good relationship. Whatever. Eight months. All right. Here's the thing about it. (laughs) It's been eight months. Okay. (laughs) Okay. Is she a tease? Is she like a relationship tease where she's like, I don't know, we're in it, we're not in it, you know? Or, you know, does she have commitment issues? But that's the guy, that's the stereotypical guy thing. All right, here's the thing. In 2005, this man, he would be deemed as whipped, all right? This man is whipped beyond all belief. Where do we find this man? Where... I'm asking for the ladies out. How do you find the dude who just hangs around and you never commit to the relationship and he's like, no, I'm here. This is it. You're the one for me. You know what I'm saying? I need to know more about this man, okay? I think he should have been the main character of this movie. You know what I'm saying? Like, he is an enigma and I need to know more about him. Um, I really enjoyed that they were either at the apartment or the house and they had all the pictures on the wall and they were all obviously very fake. I was like, how do all of these look like photoshopped? I didn't understand any of those family pictures. That's fine. Um, I was very confused because they're in the house and they show all the pictures of the family. And then like the next scene, the guy's like, oh, I didn't know you had a brother. I'm like, didn't you just see all the pictures? But I think what happened is they show all the pictures in the house but then they were in the apartment, and then they were back in the house, and then he's like, I didn't know you, you know. Anyway, they show us all the family pictures, and then the guy who's very attentive and really wants to be a part of this person's life is like, I didn't know you had a brother. You know what I'm saying? Also, it's been eight months, and she never told him she has a brother. She's a bad person, right? Like we can agree. It opens up, and you're right. He looks—they look like a little rebellious couple. He's just a sweet boy. He's a sweet boy with a nice car who wants to be in this girl's life. All right. Oh, yeah. I'm gonna have to. He you wants you to know now. about her brothers. Oh. He wants to leave his socks in her drawers.
1: <laughs> you know Sneaky.
0: Who is this man? I, I love the, what
1: are you going to do with one sock? And I just looked at Tiffany like, hmm? <laughs> What are <laughs> you know, going to do with yeah. one sock? Here's the thing, Cody. <laughs> I don't mean to make you feel like more of a coward. Tiffany watched this movie with me. Mm-hmm. She didn't hold my hand for the whole thing or nothing either. What she did do is loved it. And she was like, Immediately, like she had to pause it at one point during the lull. She paused during the lull because she had to go get something. And she did a little like head snap and her hair turned. And I told her, I was like, I need to tell you, Tiffany, if you start doing this, like moving like Diana thing, you're going to get punched. And I'm not going to do it on purpose, <laughs> but you're going to get punched to the uh-huh. point where the movie was done. We were sitting there. She got up and did like a weird slinky kind of get up thing. And then she turned no. she's like, "I can't, I'm sorry. I just if I move like it, I'm not meaning to, and I'm sorry. And I'm like, someone's getting punched. <laughs> that's all oh that's goodness. all I'm thinking. Like someone we're getting a phone, we're getting a visit from a caseworker. All right. That's what's gonna happen at some point. That's the outcome of this movie. But anyway, Tiffany, fine. As far as I know, she did not handle it. Me, I have trouble falling asleep right after this movie. The movie doesn't stick with you the way a lot of horror movies do. Mm-hmm. And I can tend to like have the lights off after it. But what I do is like when I close my eyes, scenes from the movie will start replaying and my heart rate spikes. And it's very funny because it's like, I know I'm not about to get killed by Diana. Because spoilers, she dies at the end of the movie. Yeah. Double dies, really, because she's already dead. So I'm like, she's gone. She died in 2014. I'm safe. Okay. But... My heart rate spikes because I'll jump scare myself by replaying a scary scene. And I'm like, I just want to sleep, man. So it's very much like if you had a roommate that would like bust through your door every three seconds while you're trying to sleep. And you're like, come on, man. Like, I'm not afraid of you, but you are startling me. (laughs) Let me sleep. I I did it. I fell asleep and I slept great. Mm -hmm. I was very scared because sometimes, Cody, sometimes, look at me, sometimes I might have a nightmare. I'm like, I'm having to battle Diana to the death. Here's the fun part, Cody. Here's why I was excited, though. Let me tell you this secret. You know you classic nightmare where you can't, like, fight the thing. I've had nightmares where Diana shows up. Diana is the only thing that ever shows up in a nightmare that I can fight to the freaking death. And I win, Cody. And I'm like, mmm, suck it, Diana. Mm, and I get her. <laughs> and it's like, so part of me was like, I don't want to deal with this tonight. Part of me was like, bring it. B, let's go. It's go yeah. time. Crack the knuckles. I'm the... Here's what I wrote. My last thing, a blind person, perfect enemy of Diana. Let's get the blind guy, dude from what's that one movie where he's like got a Don't lady. Breathe. Yeah, where he's got a lady trapped in his basement, right? That's the whole thing. And he's like, She'll carry my son. And then everybody was like, That's too much. You went a step too far. We hate this movie now. Let's get him V Diana. Okay, because he's all it's all dark there. She'd love his house. But he's also blind. <laughs> So he doesn't care and he can swing on her. You know what I'm saying? Like he can be swinging on her and it'd be cool. Okay. That's what I want. Like alien V predator. I want blind dude V Diana. Okay.
0: If Diana had just picked like a best friend who was blind, it would be perfect. And this would be like a fun little like buddy film, you know? Yeah. It'd be like, we got, you know, like this could be a really fun anime, maybe even, you know, where it's like, Oh, the crazy goth, you know, girl who can't handle light, and then like maybe a bubbly princess girl, but she's blind, you know? And they and they have fun together, you know? And they go, uh, they play games and, um, I don't know, they do imagination stories maybe, because then can't go on the light, you know? Yeah.
1: Now, can I, I do want to give you two more notes that I had. They were the last two notes that I ran here. I love that, you know, you get the dumb, the token dumb cops to come and get murdered. Every horror movie has to have them. These, I like, they save well, them to the end, and then they're like, here they
0: are they're gonna get murdered they're gonna get dead it's also i think it's funny What were they like like the guy who reported cops are so funny in movies especially when it's like i don't know whenever it's a foreign director it's like oh wait these cops are not operating the same way that like american tv slash movie cops act because i know that real cops can act a little different than anyway point is the director's swedish but you know the guy's like hey I'm here. I reported the crime, and I know the victims in the the potential victims in the house. And the cops are like, "Shut up and get back in your car, you idiot!" And it's like, "Hold on," <laughs> but he reported, like he did report the crime, and he was in the house. And it was it was just funny where I was like, "Wait, you don't treat someone who's giving you a tip like that, right?" Am I crazy?
1: I don't know. I mean, it felt it honestly felt more believable <laughs> than the way most cops act in most movies, especially horror movies, where they're like. No, no, like you said, this is a dangerous situation. You wait out here, sir. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah. And he's like, "No, you need flashlights." And they're like, the thing is, they're always they're like, "Get back and we will kill you." They say with that energy, and then they have their flashlights yeah. out. Like, if you're gonna it'll be like, "Okay, sir," you know, you wait out. You okay? You stay there. Mm, you stay there, sir. No, no, you don't come in here with us. You know, you might yeah. kill us. It might be a trap. But uh, the last note I have was the gun flash. Being enough light, enough light that she disappears so she does, you know, like it makes it so guns can't hurt her. Stroke of mm-hmm. genius. I'll say it. you may not have liked it. Yeah. I was like, which, like I said, I went deep into some stuff. Well, this man thought yeah. of every single like he spent months testing it and trying to come up with every possible way you can create light. And like, how can we use that in the movie? That's why the gun mm-hmm. flashes is used because that's one of the ways he's like. Gunflash makes a flash of light. So we got to find a way to incorporate it into the movie. Yeah. So he's like, if you look, it's like every way that you can possibly think of in an average house to create light. Man, if
0: they had a crossbow, this thing would have been over. You know what I'm saying?
1: Yeah. Which then it kind of makes you think, like, would that have worked at mm-hmm. all? Right. If she's only like, mm-hmm. if she's basically like a manifestation of.
0: But they show her getting hurt so much, you know? I don't by know. By the light. I guess that's the light, yeah. Um, yeah. Well, rather, do you have another note? Well, that was it.
1: my very last note. Was the blind person
0: fighting Diana? Like, bring it back, AVP uh, style, you know. Um, I had a zing alert for this movie. Couple zings back to back. All right. First zing, (laughs) the little brother or the half brother or whatever. He's like, "Hey, I'll just stay the night at your place." And then the boyfriend's like, "Good luck." (laughs) I was like, "That is." That's a good. That's a good zing. Yeah. That's a great zing. All right. And he uh he got him. It was a very good. It was one of those jokes you're like, I'm an adult. This child has no idea why I'm making this joke. I'm going to make it and it'll fall on deaf ears, but it's a good enough joke that it deserves to be made. Great. Mm-hmm. Wonderful. The next zing, um this one's a little more direct, yeah. but it's uh the daughter's like, "How long have you been off your meds?" <laughs> it's like, "Ah, oh, there it is." Class. That's a classic zing. You know, you go up to someone and you're like, "Hey, Uh, I'm going to make fun of your condition, you know? It's great. This is a good job. It's a classic thing.
1: To be fair, though, she had been off her meds, and that's why the lady was there, you
0: know? No, yeah. Look, I'm not saying she wasn't justified. I'm just saying it's she didn't say it to be like, hey, are you okay? Are you taking your meds? She said it like, I've got angst. I don't like you. (laughs) How long have you been off your meds? You know what I'm saying? Yeah.
1: I find it... so. so let's, if we can, I'd like to get into the story a bit, right? Like d- dive into it. Okay. Yeah. Here's why I think this works so well as a horror movie story. Okay. And why it could work as even not a horror movie. Okay. Mm-hmm. It's very, it's a simple story, right? It's and like, you don't need, they don't like there's, they don't spend a ton of time being like, this is why the mom and daughter don't like each other. And they never like even say like, there's the thing where she says her dad left. And there's not that moment where she's like, oh, no, Diana killed your dad. But there is like, it builds up. It lets you realize that, right? Like, oh, Diana definitely killed her dad.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And then after you, after the movie is like, okay, everyone but the biggest idiots have gotten this. <laughs> then we'll have Diana say, threaten her like, I'll show you where I put your dad. You know, mm-hmm. where it's where I feel like so many other movies would be like, and then they'd have a flashback to her dad getting killed by Diana or something. You know, like, I feel like so many horror movies are like, all right, so you're an idiot. So we have to show you everything. We got to show you why mom and daughter hate each other instead of being like, no, no, mom is crazy. Mom was in a mental hospital. She is crazy without Diana. She's a crazy person. It would be difficult to have her as a mom, period.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Also, there's a monster that you know, was like, hey, let's be friends to this little girl. And it's like then there was that struggle where probably she was like, oh, this is a thing. And then, you know, they just kind of like have her in because it's not uncommon, I feel like, for you know, I mean, like not like, not that it's any more or less. I mean, it's like not uncommon for like kids of that age, you know, like young adults to have beef with their parent. You know what I'm saying? Especially when they had like a rough upbreaking.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: So it's something that didn't really need to be explained of why do they got beef. And then just the, like every point of it, they kept it where they're like, we need to keep it simple and not over explain anything and just give like context clues of what's going on. You know what I'm saying? So like, even with Diana, they gave like, here's the bare minimum of what happened. Like, we're just going to show you the research that her dad or that her stepdad did. But we're not going to be mm-hmm. like, oh, yeah, this is how she this is like, this is the name of the condition she had. And this is what this and this is like, oh, she killed all these people. We're just going to give you a creepy recording with the doctor to indicate like, oh, no, Diana was unhinged as a little girl.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: So i mean, like, I just like how they kept everything real simple, gave you just enough that you can figure it out without fear. It's like what I think um, a lot of people liked about the first Saw movie where it's like super simple very little detail, but just enough that you can figure th- certain things out for yourself mm-hmm. and don't over explain. Don't over show. Don't overuse the monster. Use it when it matters. Sure. Like I said, the scene where like, she's like, Oh, we're going to do the movie night. And she turns off the lights and like, tries to introduce Diana to the little boy. I was like, man, they like really gave you a scene where like Diana's there. She's moving. Mom's talking. Little boy's there. There's no jump scare after the initial Diana's suddenly there. Mm-hmm. And you're still like, I don't know about you, but I was like, my heart and et- my whole body was clenched up the whole time Diana was on the mm-hmm. screen. It's, it shows you like we could have her on screen for 30 minutes and you would never be like, oh, whatever. The only nitpick I have, which you might share, I don't think they ever should have like fully illuminated Diana with the mm-hmm. black light. I think that was a mistake. That's, I think, the thing that pulls it a little back.
0: Well, yeah. I feel torn about that because part of me, I appreciate that they, it makes it a little more fresh, where it's like, oh, she's not just like the shadowy figure, she's not like all shadows anymore. Now it's like, oh, okay, now you're seeing it's not just the black. You see like the color of the pale skin and the wound, like with the arm. I think maybe you know, maybe they could have been a little more sparse, like the full body Diana, but still, like I I really like the shot where it's like her arm and it's getting burned by like the light or whatever because they have the fluorescent light going. Mm-hmm. Um, I really like that shot, so I think definitely keep that one. I think you can make an argument to get but I appreciated that it added, added an element and then they do you know they knock that light away after not too long anyway so it's like okay, now that's out but I appreciated that it's like hey, we're introducing new scenarios we're keeping it fresh where now it's a different dimension but it does the movie does get a little less scary once that like last part you know which, which is I think that's pretty typical for a horror movie um where once, there's like some unknown thing once you know about it then it's a little less yeah. i don't think it makes it a worse movie but i i don't know i yeah i think there's a debate to be had
1: babies i have a maybe my biggest issue which it's like i don't think that it's the worst thing they could have done like i don't think it necessarily ruins the movie i think it just kind of takes away some of the spookiness which could have been the intent like i said i think it's a perfect horror movie because it doesn't sit in your mouth the way that most horror movies do. The way, when I left the horror movie, every time I've watched, I think this is the third time I've watched this movie. Every time I leave it, I'm just as scared every time too, which is a great horror movie if you can do that every time. But also when it's done, it's all I'm left thinking is that was a pretty good movie and not like, oh my gosh, I'm in a dark room right now because we just finished watching a movie. I'm terrified, you know, which I feel like so many horror movies leave you so scared that you can grow to hate the movie. Whereas this one always mm-hmm. leaves me thinking like, oh, there's a good ending. Like, oh, it was nice. Everybody got out. All right. For the most part, you know, for the most part, <laughs> most, pe- I guess most mm-hmm. people died, but the people you wanted to get out, got out, you know, and they're okay. The little boy didn't get murdered. So that's fine. Yeah. But I think my biggest gripe would be like, when it shows her face, she looks kind of like a, just a zombie. You know what I mean? So maybe I, yeah. what it could have done was maybe a little bit different, but also, like you said, like, I don't think they necessarily did it wrong. I think they could have done it better. I guess it's a better way of putting it. I think had they done that part better it would have gone from like a 7. I think it's a 75% on Rotten Tomatoes to like a 85 or 90. You know like it would have been a much better received horror movie. Just for.
0: Yeah I think there are a few things that I would change to, to make this one better. I think the big thing is it really succeeds especially the first like two thirds of the movie in, in all the scares all the scariness they go for super effective and like minimal once you know how they do it it's like oh it's so obvious but they just execute it really really well and it's so effective so in that in terms of like just scares it's a very effective movie it's a great horror film i think i would make some adjustments to a couple of the characters and you said you know in some ways it's well written in that like you said it doesn't give too many details there are a few like lines here and there characters i would tweak just to make it a little bit better. I think this could be elevated to be like an excellent movie and an excellent horror movie. Mm-hmm. But it's not quite there. But it's you know, for a first outing from the director, really yeah. great.
1: this um, guy would had only made short He made a bunch of,
0: he made a bunch of short films, then he made this based on one of his short films. Really yep. great. And he's done good stuff since. He made Shazam. Did yeah. you know that? Yeah. Which I saw makes that. a lot more sense when you that really scary scene in Shazam where like the demons are like eating people you're like oh this guy's a horror director he made a very like scary pg-13 scene that had no business being in shazam but it was, it was well done so yeah. it makes a lot of sense yeah so he lights out annabelle homecoming or something yeah the
1: second annabelle i think the, which
0: like an origin story i think and oh, then yeah. um yeah. and then shazam he's on the new shazam but yeah so i mean it is impressive what he's done shazam's a great movie so anywho yeah I like that. It's one of those things where, like, I feel like if if he made this movie, you know, if this was like his fifth movie, it would be like, you know, I wish, yeah, I wish it could get redone in some ways because I just think there's like an even better movie sitting within this movie. You know, they took mm -hmm. a great short, they made a very good movie, and I feel like if he, you know, if you could do it all again with all his knowledge and experience, or even like maybe a different writer. Um, you could real, you know, like if Jordan Peele collaborated on this script, it would be, you know, you would have like an A plus movie where like, oh no, the director's gonna bring all the scares, great premise. It just needs that little bit of writing to send it over the edge. Um, And also, you know, it's, it's horror horror movies. You know, if this had the same budget that Jordan Peele has had for his last two horror movies, I think same thing. This could be elevated to like the next level too. Yeah, which let's talk this about. It's very clearly a like a simple horror budget, right? It's yeah. not getting big budget. Not that it needs a giant budget, but I'm just saying, you know, I'm sure this was, like, an $8 million movie or, like, $15 million movie at the most. Is that your um, guess for
1: the—so I wanted to ask, do you want to try to guess I, l- the budget?
0: Let's just say $10 million. I would say a $10 million budget. Not even what close. What is it? Ability. What is it? $4.9 million
1: was the budget of this film. Okay,
0: I mean, really impressed. you know what I'm saying? Like, if you, if you gave this movie, like, $30 million, mm-hmm. you could really, like, ball out and— yeah. yeah. Anyway,
1: or is it one? I do feel like part of it is it's one of those movies that does benefit a lot from the constraints of the small budget because I don't think the yeah, budget but- was small necessarily because, like, reading through a lot of the trivia and the facts with the director, it some of it was small because of how he wanted to do it and him coming from shorts, I think. Like, yeah. um, but it's before we get before we leave the budget too much. Um, the movie made its budget back on the first day. Which yeah, is one of the reasons the why he got like small Im- budget, yeah. immediately like picked up for the Annabelle prequel and Shazam and everything where they're like oh like you made a movie and made its money back it made yeah 140 almost 149 million dollars
0: that's really impressive yeah on a I I just think it doesn't need a huge budget right if you give this movie 80 million dollars it would not make sense for what they're doing but you know I think 20 to 30 million part of it is like. All the actors are decent, but I think I would cast it a tiny bit better. I'm confused. Like, you talked about them being, like, rebellious teens, you know, the youths, or rebellious well, youths, rather. Youths, yeah. What age are they? What I, age are they? Because it doesn't make any I don't know what she does for work. She's living in a hole of an apartment. Her boyfriend's got, like, the punk vibe going, but also, I don't know. Because he's, he's, like, he's just a sweet boy. And so, like, what does he do? You know, I have a lot of questions in that regard where I'm, like, I don't know. Martin's well, character is like it Makes a lot of sense. In my head, character makes a lot of sense. Diana is great. <laughs> in my head, it's just the main couple she, for me. Is just like what is?
1: Like I think I would imagine she. I could see her working at that tattoo parlor she lives above, because if you're a good tattoo artist, you know, which I don't know if you know this. Growing up in Kansas City, there's lots of really good tattoo parlors and everything like, and really yeah. good tattoo artists. They can make a lot of money, you know, because the peop- uh, they charge a a lot. <laughs> You know, and I would imagine he'd be in like I always imagine him either being in a similar thing or being like an success successful band or anything, you know, because he had a nice car. But she also doesn't have a car. So that's why I always imagine that she works there. But it's in L.A.
0: My other question is, how old are they?
1: I early 20s is
0: where I've always placed them. Yeah. Early mid 20s. I didn't know you had a brother. Here's the other thing about that line. If you've been with someone for eight months, I get it that they're kind of just doing the "hanky panky." and that's it, and he wants more. In eight months, you're going to ask about family, right?
1: Yeah, but I mean, if she doesn't want to talk about it, that's what I'm I saying. I guess it's like, different if yeah. you're
0: not like doing a first date, you know, where you're like, oh, tell me about whatever, but I don't know, you know, I just got questions about that.
1: Yeah. Well, but, I mean, like, have you ever yeah. met someone that doesn't like to talk about their family because they don't get a good relationship with their family?
0: I mean, I've met you. I'm just kidding. No. <laughs> I mean, I don't, know, like, I don't have a good <laughs> Every time I hear about your family. family, I'm like, which brother is this? Like, hold on, how many? There's a lot of you, but. There's a you, lot. You're also, your family's, like, pretty spread out in terms of, like, you know. You've got some siblings that are quite a bit older than you, and oh, yeah. that's, like, that makes for a very different relationship versus, like, my siblings. My brother's three years older, my sister's two years older, and that end of list, you know, so. Which they're very anywho. spread out.
1: Like, I, because he's supposed well, to be a young kid, and she, I'd imagine they're, like, clo- coming up on, like, 15, 20
0: years age difference, you know? Like, yeah. And it's one of those like different, different dads, right? So,
1: which that's the out. same situation as me with my siblings. And yeah. I'm sure that there's people that have known like my sister for most of her life and don't know that I exist, you know?
0: Mm-hmm. So, um, yeah. Well, I do have, I have some more notes. I have plenty of notes still. So let's, let's run through a few of them. Let's go. Let's do it. First off, so when he's like, no, I'm going to stay and be supportive, one, and go to the house, like, one, good for him, but two, this is why Saturdays are for the boys, all right, Saturdays, they're for the boys, all right, you don't, look, when you've got your girlfriend who isn't actually your girlfriend, being haunted by a demon, and it's, you know, it's a perfect excuse, all right, it's Saturdays, like, look, babe, I'd love to help you out with this, you know, I'll come by on Sunday. We'll take a look. You know what I'm saying? Saturdays are for the boys. That's a fact. It's canon. So just keep that in mind. All right?
1: Can I say something about Number their two. relationship,
0: though, before we move past it real quick? Yeah.
1: I've So my vibe on there, my read on their relationship, though, I always read it kind of like, have you ever met the people? I mean, you were in this situation faster than the other people I've met in this situation, though, <laughs> where, like, it's like they've been dating a long time, and you're always like, all right, so when are you going to propose? And you're like, ah. You know, but everybody's like, you guys are probably going to get married eventually because you've been dating for 17 years. Yeah. You know, and at this point, it's just weird, you know, but it's like a running joke between the two of you. I almost feel like that's kind of what this has become where he's like. Mm. You know, like, "How can I, you know, stay the night? And she's like, no, no, (laughs) no, no, sir. No, no, you know, and like it takes on a life of its own, but also like. You know, she's a lady whose dad left. She has trouble trusting men, all right? But that's one of those things where I feel like had they gone deep into their relationship, that's when you're getting into the territory of you're opening yourself up to be a bad movie. Because you have yeah, a simple... You're right.
0: I guess for me, it just doesn't quite pass the vibe check. That's why it doesn't work. Like, you don't need the details. I would just vibe the couple a little differently. Mm -hmm. um so i have fewer questions about it because if i had fewer questions about the couple then i think i would you know like you could make their less of a distraction
1: relationship newer i think that could fix yeah
0: a newer relationship would make a little more sense or even maybe they're just more like a hot and cold kind of thing Mm -hmm. you know um -hmm. i don't know something like that the writer of this movie wrote arrival all right so back off all right, that's what I'm gonna say. The same Arrival. year. Oh, is it he, he the came guy? Out same year. Arrival, Bird Box, Hours, Shadow and Bone. I thought the. So there you go.
1: All right, you Shadow keep Bond's doing your notes. I'm digging deep into this. Oh, Eric, has... working on? Okay,
0: it's based on the short film that David Sandberg. We wrote the 2011 The Thing, Final Destination Five, Nightmare on Elm Street, the 2010 one. So there you go. It's Good weird Ryan. that he's got all those credits, but also Arrival. Arrival's kind of an outlier there.
1: Yeah, All I wonder right. if Arrival was written as a... But, oh, okay. Oh, no, hold on now. Arrival also made off of, like, a, a short story and a short film that Diddy made. Denis so made maybe a short he's... film for Arrival? I don't... What did he... I no, mean, he made it for another, like, horror short story, I think. But this is... Arrival is a short story. So maybe this guy's just really good at taking, like, shorts and short stories and translating
0: Depending them. out. Yeah, well, I also think...
1: He's good at keeping the vibe. No,
0: and didn't write Arrival. Yeah, so... All right. Um look we talk about whenever we get into scary movies it's like look you're in a horror film you don't do this and there was a perfect example in this one you're in a horror film don't order delivery don't do it you pick up food or you go hungry all right you don't go you don't order someone to come knocking at your door because that's scary all right it makes me more scared when you ask someone in the movie to come pound on your door all right mm-hmm. right number two I forget I think maybe it's when they get like, I think um, they get separated or something, but they're like, Brett, or something. They're like, Brett is dead, idiot, you know? If you're in a horror movie and you're calling out someone's name, they're gone. Assume that they're dead, all right? They can no longer assist you, and you don't need to worry about them anymore, all right?
1: Yeah. When do know, they I get think, delivery, or is it when the boyfriend goes to get stuff? And they're
0: still back. in the apartment before they... Go like to the house and have like the final okay. So it's you know,
1: was it so it wasn't strictly house. delivery, it was him going to the store and coming back though. So it did have the pounding on the door and her thinking, No, because
0: she was like, Oh, that's the food,
1: yeah, because so he went to go get food,
0: delivery food, right?
1: He went to go get food because that's when he opened. Nah, I don't know, and they, I like I how he's doing movie. the subtle thing though. He's doing this subtle thing where he's like, We need to go shopping, babe. Like, he suddenly, subtly throughout the movie starts being like, We're a team, this is our apartment, you know. <laughs> like... Like, dude, don't you don't use the little brother being here to like be like you can't fight me on this in front of your little brother.
0: Oh my gosh, he's giving it.
1: He's very all smooth the though. I liked him. He's like you show him. Uh,
0: and you're like mm, this guy, and then you're like oh this guy.
1: Give me more of your notes, yeah. though. But I agree with you. Don't don't be pounding. There's on like those. an awkward.
0: There are a couple awkward lines, or like you talked about some of the lines that are like no, they they left this like more open, so that helps it'd be a better screenplay. And that's true in some instances, but there's others like, what is it? And they're like, you think someone else? And then someone says, no, I don't think that. I'm like, it's not the best like dialogue writing, you know? And the other one I would say too, is like at the very end, when the mom kills herself to kill Diana, you know, they say like, what are you doing? It's like, I'm saving your life, you know, which I don't think they need to do. Here's the line. They said the line, but then they added like two more lines on top of it. Oh yeah, She with says, her Diana, Diana, you can't exist without me. You know, yeah. that's, you know, are you only, you know, something like that. She just needed to say that line, then shoot herself. And instead, like, it just extended out a little too much. I don't know. So, you know what I'm, I yeah. just think there is an excellent movie within this movie. And they got a very good movie out of it, considering, you know, what they had. In terms of, like, it being a scary movie. If it wasn't a scary movie, I do think there's a good movie within it. But I don't, you know. Yeah. Without the scariness, this doesn't hold up for me, but it's within there. Like it could yeah. be I think someone different could take writer this and make a more if the director had a little more experience, definitely.
1: Yeah. Someone could take this, make like a drama out of it where Diana isn't real, but like mom thinks she is, you know.
0: Mm-hmm. Definitely.
1: You know, and it's like, oh, or maybe even like a, a drama with a little scary elements where it's like she thinks Diana's real, but it's it's just her being. There could be a couple night.
0: scenes. Yeah, you could have some creepy scenes in it and make it like a little more of like a psychological thriller kind of thing. Yeah,
1: but I mean, I obviously when I say that, I think that it's like the premise, the writing would have to definitely be fleshed out because at this point, they hang it on the horror elements, whereas you'd have to then hang it on the dialogue. Which I think for a horror movie, what they do is like they're like it's not going to be, it's never good dialogue and story in horror movies is so rarely good. Like even like. Get Out is a classic one where they're like, it's a great movie, but there's several times in Get Out, like once it gets to the, once the horror stuff starts where I'm like, all right, well, that was dumb, you know, but I mean, it's like hard disagree, but it's good for what it is and it's great for what it is and it's not bad dialogue. It's just like, well, it could have been better, but it's like, yeah, but it could have been better by like Oscar winning movie standards. So by, by even normal movie standards, it's a great movie. Like I think, don't get me wrong. I think Get Out is a better movie has better dialogue than mm-hmm. most non-horror movies. I'm just saying, like, I think just by nature of... You
0: can never really reach for the stars, like, with horror dialogue and, like, really... Yeah, which it's I such think such a that's, hard thing to capture and be like, hey, look, this is excellent dialogue while we're dealing with a scary situation. Yeah. I hear what you're saying.
1: Because the, at the core, the people have to be kind of dumb and ask dumb things and do dumb things, to get into that mm-hmm. situation, which I think is why Jordan Peele is looked at as, like, this, this amazing thing because it's like the dialogue in his movies is pretty good. is good, you know? And like the stories are
0: good. And the protagonists aren't dumb in any of his movies.
1: Yeah. It's like they get outsmarted. They're all like like smarter.
0: Capable. Yeah. Yeah, They're all like capable, interesting characters.
1: Which is one of the things I like about this movie is like, they do dumb stuff, right? They do dumb horror movie stuff, but it's like a lot of times it's like, they make you think they're going to do it. Like, Oh, they're going to go into that dark room. But then they're just checking the door is locked or something, you know, or then they turn on the light before they go in. So mm-hmm. it's like they make very few dumb horror movie decisions. Right. They just get kind of like they misunderstand or they like own, underestimate Diana's abilities. Like they think oh, I've got a flashlight. So they underestimate like, well, she can be behind you. There's no light, which mm-hmm. I'll wait to get into it because I'm guessing you have more notes.
0: Into the lighting. I, I have a here. I'll, I'll run through them quick. Um, okay. When the little boy when he's got the candle and he gets grabbed by like the leg and pulled, mm-hmm. he slides on that floor real nice. Oh. They ki- look, Sophie may be a crazy person, but they're waxing their floors, all right? They have a nice finish on their wood floors, and I respect that. Okay. If you got wood floors in your house, house, take care of them, all right? You're gonna you're gonna thank yourself that you didn't like get a splinter because you never took care of your wood floors, all right? So just keep that in mind. Yeah. Car lights, I loved when uh, the boyfriend was getting attacked by Diana, and he was able to flash his car lights on, and then she dropped him. That was a great example of using like the the premise of the lights. Same deal with the muzzle flash. Like, you. I was very impressed by that.
1: Yeah, I liked all the scenes where they would have Diana drop something because the light turned on. They did it with yeah, the book. Yeah, I think
0: him. I thought. Yeah, I thought the final kill was interesting. I just wish it was executed a little differently. You know, or and maybe it was just like getting the right line in there or making it. You know. I don't, she just had to, like, it was one of the, for a movie that really let you figure it out, it really spelled it out. It's like, hey, I'm saving you. I'm going to kill myself. Diana I can't live without me. You know, she really, like, lists mm-hmm. all the bullet points of why she's doing it. I almost wish it was, like, here's what I think it should have been. It should have been, like, um, what's her name? Rebecca Martin, I miss you. Or, you know, like, Rebecca Martin, I love you. Something like that, you know? Like, if she had, like, a connection with her, kids more and then she killed herself. I don't know I I just wanted it to be right you could have made it better I think
1: now here's okay this is um. I have a fix for it okay if yeah. they ever remake this movie this is what I would end it with okay so you cut to the mom she's upstairs she's locked in the room right because that's one of the things that she's like pounding on the door and she's screaming at Diana like don't you hurt my children and everything mm-hmm. and then you have Diana about to kill the What's her, you know, what's her name? The main person, the main Rebecca? character. Rebecca. And then have Diana, like, like I don't know, scream in pain or do something, right? Disappear, and then you cut up to the mom, and she's in, like, her bathroom, mm. and she's, like, cut her wrists or something. Like, like mom knows. Yep. Mom's out there. She can't get out. She's trying to figure out what to do. She knows what to do. She, there's no line. There's no back and forth. It's just like, wow, I got chills thinking about it.
0: Right yeah. The Wouldn't that, that be better? Be, like, that could be a good one. I feel like some, well... Yeah, no, I think I think you're right. I think that could play. That could play really well. So there you go, Tyler out here fixing the movies. Um, yeah.
1: But then I feel well, I guess they could use them. They have the cops to showcase the muzzle flash, but like I do mm-hmm. think that one scene is where it switches from like, oh, this is a great horror movie, like to be put up there with like some of the really good ones. And then that scene is like, where it's like, all right, now we're basically in like Halloween 14, you know, like with this exchange mm. Diana's talking in full sentences, instead of like whispering threats to people and like having yeah. an exchange with a person is like, yep. this is, this is, it's the tone of that scene is very different from the rest of the movie. I will.
0: agree. Yeah, yeah. I agree. And it, it is, it strays away from the horror part, you know, and it's more like, okay, now, you yeah. know, I hear you. My last, I do want to get into the trivia, but my mm-hmm. last note here about like the movie itself. Let me tell you, when you ask Google to pull up the movie "Lights Out," Lights Out, Google's Turns just like, out. "Yep, I'll turn out your lights for you." You got it, sir. <laughs> I'm like, oh, this is the worst. Yeah, I had to like pull it up a separate way, and I was like, "I hate this so much." Please <laughs> just. I have a smart TV that cannot figure out. I'm asking it to pull up the movie, yep. and I I like rephrase it a couple ways, and it was like, "No, we're um."
1: Did you try to say it lights out movie? Cause that's what I have always have to say.
0: Oh, I gave up. I was like, we're doing something different, I guess.
1: Yeah. Tiffany said, yeah, find something. the lights out movie or something. And that's what it finally, she had to say to get it. Even yeah. though I told her, say, just say lights out movie. She never said that, but it was funny. Cause she ran into the same thing. And I'm like, I learned this. I learned this <laughs> eight years ago or something. You know, like, I know, yeah. I know where this is going. Man. It was just funny to see other people go through that
0: journey. Oh yeah, no, it was it was the worst. I'm like, number one, I don't even want to watch this movie. Number two, I'm running out of time to watch this movie. And number three, I hate it. I hate the whole thing. Oh, well, I do have some trivia. I think you dove into the trivia as well. Mm-hmm. I don't know if you want to run through some things, and
1: well, you go through the ones that you you pulled up here because I'm well, interested in um, them.
0: the director talked about using. They tried to use as much as like authentic light as possible, so they did not use a lot of like studio lighting. He's like, okay, this candle scene, we're going to try to just light it from the candle. And the fluorescent light scene, same thing. And, like, when they got all those lights. So I thought that was really interesting. I was like, oh, thinking about that, one, that's going to save you a bunch of money. Number two, it makes for a much more interesting, like, authentic movie where, like, where you're really just dealing with darkness um, yeah. for, like, your horror element. Which is great. The mannequins were already on set. Yeah, I know. They shot this at a house, and they're like, no, the mannequins were just there. I was like, you. Ugh. And it's like it's just like the house in uh hereditary where yeah. i'm like i know this is someone's home and i'm sure they love it this is a horror show house now forever and i will never you know i can never step no, foot in there
1: i will say it, they use it's the same house in is in another horror movie so i'm like is ouija, this, ouija. Yeah. so i'm like is this just like one of those set houses where it's like it's not a house that people live in it's a house that's like Rented out to movie
0: production. An Airbnb house for horror films. Where yeah, it's where it's like, like
1: hey, why are there jacked up mannequins in the bedroom? It's like, well, because we film horror movies here, and one of them yeah, had messed yeah. up mannequins in the basement. So yeah, that's why there's all this random creepy stuff in the basement.
0: Uh huh. Yep. Um, I learned that for the modeling of Diana, they they gave her like her bodysuit, whatever. Um, and so it worked. Just as her suit for moving around, but also it was such that it was something they could easily green screen out when needed. Mm-hmm. Um, so that helped them do it. But also the main tactic they use is they use splitting. Yeah. So you film something twice the exact same way with the same frame. And then in editing software, you can just you can just splice out what you want to keep and what you want to change. And so that's how they did it. They're like, hey, here's the scene without Diana. Here's it with Diana. Now we have the same frame used twice, and so we can just switch or like which one we're using and what's cut out, what's cut in.
1: What's funny, so I think that's what, so like you take like James Cameron, right? And you ask him to do it splitting. That's how he does it. This dude did it even cheaper. I don't know if you read the quote from him, but it's like they would film up to it's like, all right, we're about to flash the light. Pause, pause filming. Diana, get out of here. Start filming again. Flash the light. And that's how he really did it. Yeah.
0: so I don't have to edit it. At yeah. That
1: point. He was like, Turn off the camera, turn on the light, start filming again. That's why everything like snaps instantly to that. Like so he's like, It's super cheap and easy. And I'm like, that's part of I think why their budget was so low. Not like the studio was like, You can only have this much, but him being like, No, I'm used to making shorts out of my own pocket with mm. me and my wife. Fun fact so Esther's the one from the original short, that's his wife. So it was like mm. him and his wife just together. So um that's cool and uh so like it is like i liked that too like they made it keen so when they do like flash so they can flash it and in the flash they can key out the suit i think is why they like Mm -hmm. they go for the muzzle flash the guy that made that suit also did um ms doubtfire (laughs) that was his previous like big
0: oh really yeah
1: because he's like known i guess as one of the really good guys for making like photorealistic suits yeah. And so that's what he wanted. He
0: wanted like that. I, um, one of my favorite pieces of trivia was that I didn't even clock it, but Teresa Palmer, who plays Rebecca, she had to wear a wig for a few scenes yeah. because she had to dye her hair black for the movie point break. And so, yeah. So there are a few scenes where she got away. I didn't even spot it, but I'm Which sure is I could now that good
1: I good wig. If you can't spot that, it's a wig easily. you know.
0: Well, you know, the ladies tend to be better at spotting the wigs than the fellows. Yeah. Um, I also did you see the. This is my last piece of trivia, but it's about um, Martin's audition. The kid who plays Martin, oh, yeah. Gabriel Bateman. Did you see this?
1: Yeah, where he's like, take the flashlight from I me. I mean,
0: yeah, it was in the dark and the director's like, all right, get the flashlight from me. And he's the only one that like physically, you know, tried to get it and hurt. I was like, this sounds like. No. If I were that kid, I'd be like, nah, we're we'll leaving. You know, imagine going to a job interview and the guy's like, all right, turn the lights off. Let's wrestle. It's like, yeah. nope, nope. I don't need the job. All right, I'm out of here. Well, Is the flashlight a- in your pants? Because if the flashlight's in your pants, we have a problem here, okay?
1: <laughs> Which, okay, for, I mean, first off, right, it's a it's an audition. So I mean, there's times where they're like, just stand there, let me stare at you. Or make noises with your mouth. What kind of noises go with your feeling? And then you go, yeah. And they're like, next, thank you. We'll call you. We won't call you. You know, it's like, so yeah. at the same time, but I do appreciate that he says he's the only one that tried to grab it. So I'm like, was everyone else like thinking like, oh, this is a sell me this pen kind of thing. And they're like, listen here, man, let me reason with you to get this flashlight back. And then Martin's like or the guy that yeah. plays him, was his it Gabriel Bateman's like, or is it? Yeah. It's, he's like, I'm going to attack this man and get this back. Like, I'm going to snatch this from his hand. And it's like, how did nobody else think to just try to snatch the flashlight? <laughs> Why yeah. did everybody else try to reason it from him? Because I'm like, that would be the thing. You know, it's like, who's going to have that panicked, like, get the thing back, snatch it out of his hands reaction? Because that's what you kind of need for the movie. So I have a few uh, trivia things I'd like to dive into if, you, uh, yep. if you're done with yours. So I like that they didn't show. So the person who plays Diana, which so, OK, let me go into this one first. So the person who plays Diana, they originally had planned for Diana to be a very, like, like she just stands there kind of thing. Like, she doesn't move around a lot. Um, and uh, they were auditioning for, actually, like, the stunt double of the person who plays Diana. And the person who ends up playing her was there. And, like, the way that she moved and, like, the guy was like... Oh, this is it. Like she's not the stunt double; She's the person that's going to play her and we're going to have her move mm-hmm. like a monster. Like this is awesome. So it's interesting that that's awesome. Cause that would, it would have still been scary, but I feel like it would have been more like the, it follows vibe, which I didn't find very scary, but a lot of people are very unsettled mm-hmm. by where it's like, she's just there. She's not doing anything. It's just the fact that she's there and she's suddenly like 10 feet closer, but she's not like swiping at you or anything. She's just standing there. Mm-hmm. And then so like the crouching and the weird like wiggling and the snapping the head around and stuff. That's all because of the person that ended up in the suit. That's... Also, that person is the stunt double for was the stunt double for Teresa me, Palmer, Teresa Palmer in I Am Number yeah. Four. So they didn't uh-huh. show her the first time Teresa Palmer saw Diana was in that pitch black set in her bedroom because they wanted her to be mm-hmm. terrified when she jumped at yeah. her face and saw her. Which I was like, that's because she's like, if they were like, if he, she sees her, she's gonna be like, oh, that's Viola, I think is her name. Um, and so she would be less terrified. So like, we want to get Alicia Villa Bailey, which her thing says she's like a top tier A list actress. Which let's be mm. real, right, she's not. <laughs> she's a stunt double mm. that's been in some movies. Yeah, but she did fantastic in this, I think. And I think it's interesting that like, the movie's so much better just based on like her being able to move creepy
0: right No, it really adds a lot and that's especially like you talked about the scene where like the mom's like with the son is like all right well let me tell you a story and then diana's in the room i was like which was an excellent scene yeah i just appreciated that like no we did the jump scares we did a scene where she's just in the room with you you know there are scenes with the lights flickering there are the scenes where the lights are all gone there's interesting ways we use the light with the muzzle flashes the car headlights you know so they did a great job with that from that angle. yeah
1: But like, yeah, it's a good, I mean, it shows that your monster is good. If it can be in a room with no real tension or like threat and you're terrified of the monster, like it's not threatening Mm -hmm. you. It's just in the room with you. And then you panic and then it starts doing threatening stuff.
0: Oh, I also saw they just use reflective tapes. Like there are some things you can see like the like green, yellow, like flash in the eyes and like, which is like also just so simple, cost nothing. Brilliant.
1: Yeah. I, I just liked the, the care that this guy took, which I'm sure part of it, like, you know, they act like it's like, this is how he is, but I'm sure part of it was him thinking this is the, ch- this is my chance. So I want to get everything right. So even to like mm-hmm. a lot of the com- the editing and stuff, like he got permission from the studio to do it himself instead of having yeah. the editors do it, which I'm sure is just like, you know, you know, with that budget, it's like, you can't really trust a lot of the editing mm-hmm. <laughs> that could be done. Um, yeah. But I like you know, and there's so many things like it's. He took the care to like put a lot of things in the background where like one of the posters on her wall is in Swedish. It translates to "extinguished," which would be like how you would say "lights out," there in Sweden. Um, and uh, just his uh, his care for the, the details behind like as like you said, especially the lighting. Him going through figuring out every possible uh, way to make light and then trying to find ways to incorporate it down to when they were um, storyboarding it, he was working with a storyboarder and the guy would always put like a halo light around Diana. And he kept saying, no, no, that's not how I want to do it. That's he would, he's like, that's cheating to like backlight her. He's like, she has to Mm -hmm. be dark in a, in a place where there's a light in front of her. She has to be in the dark Mm -hmm. to the point where he eventually just was like, I'm just going to storyboard it myself. And so he did all the storyboarding himself. And like, so all of the time she's in darkness, there's no backlighting or cheating. Almost none of them. I think there's a couple times where they had to do it, but as little as possible where it's like, no, they just found a dark corner. Like they're like, I need her to be in this doorway. We need to place the lights in such a way that the doorway, mm. she's pitch black in the doorway.
0: Yeah. And if you can do it naturally, then that does that much better. Like tricking your brain and making your brain think it's real, you know?
1: Yeah, which I tell you on the, because, you know, we got the OLED TV, really dark blacks and such. Ooh, it was, Mm -hmm. it you can tell, like, you can, like, tell it's, like, oh, it's stark that she's in darkness and not, you know, Mm -hmm. it's very. Because you also have, like, you can't put her too dark of an area because then you can't see her. So you have to light her enough Mm -hmm. that you can see her, but not enough that you can really, you know, not enough that uh, you can see her, her, like, features and stuff.
0: Well, are you uh is there much else to talk about? You ready to rate it? Slap your grade on it. To pass judgment on it.
1: I'm I'm ready. I'm interested. Here's what I want to know. I want to know what your grade is, Cody. I want to know.
0: I've to I've me. gone back and forth. You know it's hard cuz part of the grade is how good is this movie? And part of the grade is how much I enjoyed it. And as you know, I hated this movie. <laughs> in that it was too scary you know so my enjoyment was very low of it but i thought they did a really good job with the horror element i think some of the writing could have been a little better like i said i think there's an excellent movie within this movie and just didn't quite capture but because it was so effectively scary i will give it a b oh a b this is the highest rated movie that i hated watching i will say that you know (laughs)
1: I mean, it is a horror movie, which I, you know, I respect
0: it. Neither right? of us like I horror respect movies. Respect it, yeah. But I'll give it a B. What about you? I will
1: say. Here's my question to you, Cody. Mm-hmm. Well, I, I'm guessing you don't have the rating list pulled
0: up, do you? Of like what we've rated everything. Um, I can do it very quickly.
1: So, because I, while you do it, I'll I'll give one more. This is the thing that I feel like really drove home, like everything the movie would in an interview, they asked how hard was it to do everything naturally? Like the natural lighting. And the like guy said it's hard mm-hmm. because especially when she's got to grab someone who's holding a light source and she uses the term, like the example of when uh, the boyfriend has the light flashlight and he's trying to save him. How does, she, how do we have it so she can grab it when he has a source of light? And so they had the idea of him trying to break the doorknob off with the flashlight. And so they had to, test it and film it and like get it from different figure out what angle does he need to hit and what angle do they need to film at for there to be a moment as he hits for there to be complete darkness behind him. So she can grab him because they're like, we don't want to cheat and just like black that part out. And that alone made me think like, this is a fantastic movie that I think if they, he comes back and remakes it and they don't try, I feel like there's such a risk of making it too scary, but if they keep Mm -hmm. the same level of scary and just polish those last few pieces, this will be. This could become one of the best horror movies
0: ever. Yeah.
1: Here's my question. What did I give Get Out?
0: Get Out. Yeah, that's
1: the question I have for
0: you. Um, you gave Get Out an A.
1: You know what? I'll keep with uh, stick with it, Cody. I was you know, I was like, I don't wanna I don't wanna do this to you. I'm gonna do it. Cody. I'm gonna give this one an A plus. I don't think wow. it's a better I mean, movie than Get Out, but I think this one executes perfectly on what it intends. I
0: mean, you know I disagree with you. Just look, your rating system is your rating system. Yeah. For me, an A plus is like a nigh unto perfect film, you know, like and I can just think of so many things that would have made this movie better. Mm-hmm. Even if a lot of them are smaller things. But anyway, I'll leave it at that. B from me, A plus from Your Boy. Mm. It is very scary. And I mean yeah. if you're looking for like you're looking for a spooky movie, this is a great one. Spooks per capita, like per minute. Excellent. Very well done.
1: I will say, just to defend my decision, I think Get Out is the better film. I think this is the better scary movie. Because Get Out wasn't very scary to me. Get Out was like a like you say, like a psychological thriller. It was like, oh, the concept of this as a thing is horrifying, but there was so little right. in the moment. Like there was so little that like scared me during the movie, you know, but like the it's, concept get of is so
0: much me. more a thriller. Yeah. Whereas this is like definitely a horror film. So,
1: which I think yeah. is like pure horror film. This is like, in my opinion, peak horror film. But I, as I understand it, pure horror fans, this isn't like their favorite by any stretch. They mm. don't, it's not scary enough probably. Yeah. Or the fact that well, now there you have dies. it. Everybody lives except yeah. for the mom and the cops
0: that get caught. And the dad, stepdad. Yeah, dad, but you dad, know. The one dad. Both dads. both Daddy's dads dead. Got. Yeah. Well, thank you so much for listening. You can rate us and review us where you find your podcast. And check out our memes. And if there's a movie you want us to do, you can ask us on social media at Opinion Havers. Until next time, watch movies. And have opinions. What did you think of that, that short? Did you watch
1: it without realizing?
0: <laughs> oh, it was Oh, This is a whole other thing. You sent me the link, and I clicked on it. It was on my phone. but My phone did that thing where it like, freaks out, and so the window got really small, but then only like it wasn't working, so I was like, oh, is this a spoof of Lights Out, or what is it? And then by the time like I got it to full screen, it was like the last there. I was like, this is just a horror short. Like, What is that? And then I put it together, but... So I didn't get the full effect, but I was just like, I'm having flashbacks to lights out and I don't like this. <laughs> so
1: it's right there. I was there not you. prepared. Also,
0: Bindy was Bindi was pawing this morning at our bed because there was something under the bed she wanted. Um, and it sounded just like the floor scratching. I was like, this is not OK. We can't do this ever.